Harvest Australia Church podcast. We're so glad you're listening today. We pray this blesses you and encourages you. And if you want to get in touch with us or find out more about our ministry, please check out our website or social media. We pray you have a great day. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, I'm thinking of getting my water bottle, but my water bottle is a tank. So I apologize for the tank in advance. It is my big tank of water, yes. (laughs) So um, last night we're sitting at the dinner table eating our sausages and salad, and Marty says to me, hey, Karen, you want to share tomorrow? And I'm like, no, no, that's fine. You, you know, you go ahead and share. So we're chatting along, continue to eat dinner. Then he turns to me and he goes, actually, you are going to share tomorrow. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> so I'm just going to pray for a minute because I love to pray. So let's just pray for a minute and just invite the Lord to move this morning. Lord, we just thank you so much for your presence here right now. We thank you, Lord, that you are so faithful And you are so good and so kind. And Lord, we just love you. And we want to pour our love on you this morning. Father, we just adore you. And Father, we run into your arms. We run to your throne of grace. And Lord, we just come into your heart as you wrap yourself around us this morning. And we just can't say thank you enough, Lord, for your goodness and your kindness in our lives. And Lord, we do thank you that your loving kindness has never failed us. Through every trial, through every challenge, through every situation, Lord, you are always there. You are always there. And we thank you, Lord, that you're here right now. And Lord, we do just ask that you come by your Spirit. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come and move. Holy Spirit, I ask right now that you will come and fill each and every one of us right now, right here in this place today, that you will come, Holy Spirit, as you do, as only you can do, Holy Spirit. That only you can do, Lord. Fill us. Fill us with your life. Fill us with your breath. Fill us with your empowering. Holy Spirit, saturate us afresh. Rain on us today. Rain on us today. And Lord, we just drink you in. And we welcome you to have your way in our hearts and to have your way in our lives. And Lord, we just embrace all that you are and all that you have for us today in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen, amen. So I'm just going to share. A couple of people said to me on the way in, and I'm just so thankful. I love them so much. They're like, oh, you're going to preach this morning. (laughs) Like, well, I'm not a preacher, but I can be me. And if you guys are all good with that, then we'll do great. Yeah? (laughs) I love that. I love that Jesus creates us all so uniquely. And he creates us all so beautifully in his image and in his likeness. Yet each and every one of us is so unique. We are all made in his likeness and we're all made in his image. But we are all so amazingly, uniquely made. And I love that we get to be uniquely who we are. And that's something that God has taken me on a journey of over the years of learning to be who he's made me to be. 
because I think sometimes, you know, in the world we live in and, and all these things, and sometimes it's just ourselves. We can put pressure on ourselves to be like someone else <laughs> or to sound like someone else or to do like someone else. And, and I think it's really refreshing and liberating when we just get to be who God's made us to be. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's really liberating. And the thing I've found is that as each of us overflow who God's made us, we actually fill up each other with the uniqueness of the gifting that God's placed in us. And we need each other. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Sometimes we think we can do it alone. And as soon as we think that, the Lord reminds us, you can't. (laughs) I know that. I know that lesson. So we need each other and we need the beauty of Jesus in each and every one of us. And he shines uniquely and he shines beautifully through who each of us are. And I love that how we fill up each other. Some have a gift of encouragement and and they have a voice to speak light in the darkness. And when someone comes to you and speaks a word of encouragement, it's like a, a, a shot of light into your life and the darkness flees. It pierces the darkness. Some have a gift of hospitality and they can open their home and they can just share hospitality straight from the throne room that you're just baffled by, this level of hospitality. Some have admin, some have, you know, preaching, teaching, some have all sorts of gifts. But the truth is, is that we are all uniquely gifted and uniquely made and we will sound different and we will look different. But that's the beauty and that's the body of Christ. Because if we were all the same, we'd be boring. (laughs) We would bore each other to tears. (laughs) We'd have to listen to each person saying the same thing in the same way. It's like vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. I want chocolate today. (laughs) So it's good that we get to be who we are. And I just want to encourage everyone this morning, be who you are. And be the voice that God's given you. If you're a prayer warrior, then pray. Whatever it is that God's put in your heart to be, be it with all of your heart and all of your strength because we need you. We need you. If one arm is limp, the whole body struggles along. If one foot isn't working, it's pretty hard to walk, right? So, But when we learn to be who we are, we can flow in who we are so easily with grace and with peace and with strength and with authority. So... Here I am. <laughs> so when, when Marty said to me last night at the dinner table, he's like, all right, you're going to share. And straight away, I'm like, no, no, no. And the Holy Spirit speaks to me and he goes, yes, you are. <laughs> he says, yes, you are. I'm like, oh, Lord, <laughs> I can hear your voice. <laughs> it's beautiful hearing the voice of the Lord. We can't live without the voice of the Lord. The challenge is being obedient to the voice of the Lord. <laughs> The challenge is saying yes. (laughs) I have been through seasons where there's been, and I've shared a while ago about going through through burnout and, and walking through that. And sometimes in really difficult seasons, it's hard to hear the voice of the Lord. Does anyone know what I mean? And you hear stories of some people and they're going through dark times and hard times and they're like, oh, the Lord came to me in this and he came to me in that. And, and, I, you know, and I'm just like, you know what, well, when, when I've been through hard times, it's just been really, really hard to hear or feel or see or know anything. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but for me, finding myself in that place, the best thing that I could do was be real with the Lord and be honest, and know that he's big enough to handle where I'm at and what I'm going through. So I began to say, Lord, I can't hear you right now. 
I can't feel you right now. I desperately need you. I tried the whole, you should come to me thing. <laughs> I'm going through a hard time. You should be here. <laughs> stomp, stomp, stomp my foot. <laughs> it didn't really work for me. So I humbled myself <laughs> and I said, Lord, I can't hear you. I can't see you. And I need your voice. I cannot move forward without your voice. Lord, let me hear you. Let me see you. Let me know you. And I just began to pray. I began to ask him again, Lord, let me hear. Lord, let me see. Lord, let me know. And the good thing about the Lord, no matter where we are in our journey, no matter where we find ourselves, all it takes is a prayer. And he's there. Ah. He is so faithful. We don't have to struggle to hear his voice. We don't have to strive to try and do anything or be anything. If we lack in anything, we ask. In humility, we come. Say, I can't do this on my own. I need you. I need you. And he's a good father and he always comes. So I'm hearing God's voice at the dinner table and he's like, yes, you are going to speak. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to speak. He's like, yes, you are going to speak. And he reminds me of the last few months and he's been beginning to speak to me again about stepping into his calling on my life. And when you've been through difficult things, it can be really hard and really scary to step into what God has for you because it takes faith and it takes courage. And the Lord's been speaking to me about that. And then last Sunday morning during worship, now I love worship. I shared with our worship team on Thursday night, just briefly, and um, I shared with them about worship. For me, worship takes me from, a heavenly, from the earthly realm into a heavenly realm. Worship just takes me face to face with Jesus. And worship is something that when you really understand worship, you really can enter into a whole new place. You really can leave the things of the earth behind and you can just, wow, <laughs> He's here right now. <laughs> you can just go into new places with the Lord. It's amazing. So I'm in worship last Sunday morning, and I'm worshiping away, and, and I'm just loving on Jesus. I'm loving on Him with all my heart, with all my strength, and all my soul, because He's just beautiful. And I'd barely slept the night before. I think I'd had two hours sleep that night. And that whole week, I think I'd had a combination of maybe 10 hours for the week, for the last four years, one of the things for me in, in recovering has been trying to sleep because my body is tired, but it doesn't want to sleep. It's just this crazy thing. So I'm, I'm standing there. I'm just loving on Jesus. And I see him. He appears before me and he smiles at me. And he says, you are ready now. And I knew he'd been speaking to me. He'd be calling me forward again. He's been calling me. And I've been like, Jesus, when this is fixed or when this is healed or when this is ready. And he looks at me and he smiles and he says, you are ready now. And my mind starts to think, but what about this? But what about this? And he smiles again and he says the same thing. You are ready now. And instead of arguing all the things and the reasons I could think of as to why I wasn't, I decided to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I am. And I trust you to do everything else in my life. I trust you to heal everything else. And it didn't happen overnight. I can't give you a big wow, wow story that, you know, instantaneous miracle took place. It's still a journey. But sometimes it's the yes. Sometimes it's, it's our response that brings the breakthrough. So, um, so for me, I've... Um, 
I've been spending some beautiful time with Jesus. I love spending time with him and just reading through his word and just, just drinking in his, in his goodness. And, and this week I've been reading through, I, I shared from James with the worship team this week. And I've been reading through James. And this week I come to, I'm just reading, reading, reading and just soaking it all in. And you know how you're reading through the Bible and sometimes you can read through it and you know it's going in, but it's just, it's just that faithful, faithful day by day. And then there are days where it goes straight into your spirit. You go, oh, there you are. <laughs> well, I'm reading James 5.17. And it says, Elijah was a man with human frailties, just like all of us, but he prayed and received supernatural answers. And straight away, the Holy, speaks, Holy Spirit speaks to me. Now, we think of Elijah as this amazing prophet, this man of God, and he was, and he is. <laughs> we often think of him as a man that performed incredible things, supernatural signs and wonders. He climbs a mount to Mount Carmel, and he asks the Lord to send fire upon the altar. And to the pagans, if your God be God, let him send fire. But if my God is God, he will send fire. I mean, who does this? Oh, hello. <laughs> he was a man of great faith. He was a mighty man of God. Yet here we read in James, Elijah was a man with human frailties, just like all of us. Sometimes... The difference between seeing the supernatural released in your life through seeing the answers to prayer and the breakthroughs is a simple yes to the Lord. It is a simple yes. Sometimes that yes is just rocking up. <laughs> For someone today, that yes might be just being here right now. <laughs> and that's huge. But sometimes the difference is just a simple yes. So the Lord immediately began to speak to me. And he's like, Karen, every single, every single one, every single of one of my sons and of my daughters has frailties and weaknesses and is looking to overcome maybe sicknesses, maybe financial um, obstacles, maybe family situations, whatever it may be. Every single one of my sons and daughters walk through things. Life is never going to be perfect this side of heaven. We get the glory and the beauty of God and, and the presence of the Holy Spirit, but we walk through stuff. And if we waited until life was perfect, we would miss everything. <laughs> we would miss everything. But trusting God in our frailties, trusting Him in our weaknesses, trusting Him when we're scared or when we're not sure, but we hear His voice and we say, yes, that is when we see Him do mighty things. That is when He moves. Because it's in those moments that it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by my strength, says the Lord. And He steps in where we can't and He moves like we can't and He does things that we can't do. And he is so willing and so longing. He is more willing and longing to move in our lives than we can comprehend. Sometimes we can forget in our day-to-day -day lives. We go to sleep, we wake up, we have a green smoothie, yay, <laughs> or a coffee. <laughs> we go through our day, we pray, we read the Bible, we do our things, we have dinner, we go to bed, routine, routine. We love routine. It's part of life. It's good. But sometimes we can forget the greatness of God. 
the bigness of God, His power, His authority, and His delight to move in our lives. He is so willing and so waiting. And sometimes the one thing that makes a difference is us saying yes. Yes, Lord, I say yes. And Elijah says here, Elijah shut the heavens over the land so there will be no rain for three and a half years. Then he prayed again and the skies opened up over the land so that the rain came again and produced the harvest. When we say yes to the Lord, when we pray and when we humble ourselves and when we seek his face, God moves on your behalf. He moves on my behalf. If we don't come to that place where we say, yes, I trust you. Yes, I will seek you. Then not only is our life going to experience that lack, but others will too. Elijah's life impacted a generation. Elijah's life still impacts generations. His life impacts our life today. And his life will impact the generations to come because he said yes to the Lord. Now, Elijah went through a time just after he saw the fire of God fall upon the altar. He set up his altar. He covered it in water. And he's like, right, let's now let God be God. God comes with fire from heaven. Everyone else is converted or they run away in fear. <laughs> Our God is a mighty consuming fire. He is a powerful fire. And he is jealous for us. He is passionately jealous for us. Elijah sees this happen. And then not long after, he's running for his life from Ahab and Jezebel. And he's running for his life. And he's in the desert and he's like, Lord, take me. <laughs> take me, Jesus. We all go through struggles. <laughs> Sometimes we think that others don't go through what we go through. Or that the men and women in the Bible, you know, well, yeah, they had their hiccups, but gosh, they were just mighty and strong and powerful. Jesus is mighty and strong and powerful. God is mighty and strong and powerful. It is only ever Him in us that moves. There is no such thing as a man or a woman that accomplishes the things of God. It is God in us. It is God in you. And there is no limit to what he can do through each and every one of us, by the way. His mercy and his grace, his anointing, his power, his spirit is available for each and every one of us without prejudice, without limit. Sometimes the difference is the yes. Yes, Lord. And the ones that you see walking in it are the ones that have paid the price. And they've said yes when it hurts. They've said yes when it's hard. They've said yes when they're broken. They've said yes when they're empty. They've said, yes, Lord, I will go. Yes, Lord, I will respond. Yes, Lord. And it's, it's not always yes to the same thing. It's never yes to the same thing. It's different for each and every one of us. And that's the beautiful thing too. And that's why we need each other so much. And that's why I love that God is bringing such a beautiful release of family in the body of Christ. We get to be brothers and sisters. We get to fight for each other, not with each other. We get, yeah. 
We try and use that one at home sometimes when, <laughs> when the kids are not so happy. It's like, we fight for each other, kids. Not with, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we practice, you know, we all practice. <laughs> but family is so wonderful. And saying yes to Jesus today might mean loving your husband with all your heart as best you can and pouring your love and your honor on him and uplifting him. It may mean loving your kids. It may mean being the best mum you can, being the best friend you can. It may be that you're at the supermarket and you see, you know, a lady struggling to reach for something from the shelf or, or struggling and you help her. You hear that whisper. You hear Jesus. If Jesus were here, he'd be helping her. Well, Jesus is here. He's in you. He's in me. He's still here. <laughs> he is alive. He is so alive in you. He's so alive in me. And it's the yes, I will help that lady reach for the Coke on the top shelf, which she shouldn't be drinking. But I will do it, Jesus. And I will pray for her health at the same time. <laughs> It's the yes. It's the yes. It's the yes. <laughs> I think sometimes, and I know for me, that I'm really good at seeing my own frailties. And I'm really good at seeing my own weaknesses. And sometimes those become the biggest stumbling blocks in our lives. But God reminds me all the time. He's like, you see your frailties. I see endless possibilities. He sees us. You know, it fascinates me. <laughs> it fascinates me the way the Lord sees us. And, and at worship team on, on Thursday night, we shared in James about the Word of God and staying in the Word of God and how the Word of God reminds us of who we really are, of who God is, but who we are in Him and who He is in us. And staying in His Word, it, it creates a strength in us and, 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 a, and an authority in us. And, and at worship team, we're sharing about that. And it amazes me when I read the Bible. It amazes me when I spend time with the Lord, the way he sees me, <sighs> the way he sees you. I see my frailties. I see my weaknesses. He sees incredible possibility. He sees endless opportunity for him to move. He believes in me. He believes in you. And he is cheering us on day and night <laughs> as we press on toward the goal to win the prize. He's cheering us. If we could only hear the cloud of witnesses that surround us and that cheer us day and night, that are praying for us, Jesus himself is interceding for us. The Bible tells us he intercedes for our lives. He believes in us so much. He knows that there is far more in us than we can comprehend. And the thing with Elijah, the thing that, that this verse about Elijah, and, and he was a man of many frailties, but he prayed and God moved. He prayed and God moved. It struck me that very moment, you know, when you're reading, it goes, boom, the power of prayer, the power of your prayer, the power of my hair, prayer, my, not my hair. Not my hair, Jesus. My hair's not powerful. <laughs> but the power of prayer. <laughs> New book, The Power of Hair. <laughs> uh, 
the power of prayer, the power. Then the Lord showed me it's not just the power of our prayer. It's the power of Him in us. There is so much more power and authority in you than you could comprehend. (sighs) When we catch that revelation of how much power we carry, how much authority we carry. Jesus said to, said to us, if you have faith the size of a little tiny seed, you can move mountains. If we can catch a revelation of the power and the authority of Jesus in our lives, of the power that he's placed in our voice, of the words that we speak, of the prayers that we pray, we would see mountains move. We would see the heavens open. We would see miracles, signs and wonders. And we do but we would see even more. And there are some people here this morning and you are prayer warriors. And I want to encourage you with all of my heart, pray. Please pray. All of the body of Christ needs the prayer warriors to be praying because your prayers move the heavens. Your prayers move mountains. But the power that each and every one of us carry is phenomenal. It really is. I know you're not meant to pause really long when you're speaking. <laughs> but we're all good, right? We're all good. Romans 8 verse 26 says, And in a similar way, the Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty to empower us in our weakness. For example, at times we don't even know how to pray or know the best things to ask for, but the Holy Spirit rises up within us to super intercede on our behalf, pleading to God with emotional sighs, too deep for words. He moves in us. He knows us. Jesus walked the earth so that he could understand us. He came so that he could give his life for us. He came to release the Holy Spirit for us, but he came so that he could understand what it's like to walk the earth in a fallen world, the struggles we go through, the difficulties we go through, the battles that we have. He knows. He gets it. We don't have a God that's far off there that has never walked the earth. He knows. And he is so full of grace and so full of mercy. And he, he is just, oh, he's jealous to help us. He's passionately longing to help us that we just ask and he will come. He is so good. And he is so willing. There's one more verse I want to I wanna share, but I'm going to do that in a minute. Because basically, that was what I wanted to share this morning. I just wanted to share how good God is and how willing he is to move through us. And he doesn't need us to be perfect. In fact, he doesn't look for us to be perfect in any way. He loves us the way we are. He will use us exactly where we are. And he is passionately longing to pour more of himself into us constantly. That's the goodness of the Lord. And that's why when you see someone worshipping their heart out or loving on Jesus or running around the streets like Ryan, you know, preaching to the lost, when you see someone like that, 
that the reason why they do these things is because they love Jesus, but it's because they've experienced the love of God, the kindness of God, the grace of God, the hand of God in their lives when they've needed it the most. <laughs> and often the difficulties we go through, and I've learned sometimes the difficulties we go through are invitations for him to show up in a miraculous way. You know, in the Bible and the New Testament, there was a young guy who was, um, was blind and, and his father said, what sin have we committed? <laughs> what have we done wrong that our son would be this? And Jesus said, you did nothing wrong. This happened so that my father could display his glory right now. And he healed him. And one of the things the enemy can get us into a trap of is digging in the sand or digging in our lives. What have I done wrong, Lord? What was the sin in my life that's caused me to go through this? And it's good to, good to open our hearts before the Lord. It is so good to let God examine our hearts and our lives. Do it regularly. I do it regularly. Communion during the week. Lord, forgive me. Lord, check my heart. But when we start digging around to go, God is punishing me, or the enemy's tricking us into thinking, well, you've done something wrong and now this is happening, you call him a liar on it. You call him a liar. There are times where we need to call it on the enemy and not keep believing his lies. There are times where it is right to stand up and say, you're a liar. This is not the truth and I will not listen to you. And there is a time where it's important as believers to stand up and do that. So God wants to use us. He longs to use us in our brokenness, in our weakness, in our frailty, in our strength, in whatever way. He just longs to be with us and longs to move through us. And if you, like me, have been in a season or going through a season where you find it really hard to hear the Lord and you're struggling to hear His voice but you want to, today everything changes. Everything changes. Everything the Bible says that his sheep hear his voice. You belong to him. You know his voice. You know it. And today, all you need to do is ask and he comes. As every child knows their father's voice in a crowd of hundreds or thousands, they can hear their father's voice or their mother's voice. We know his voice in our spirit and in our heart. And you don't have to go another day without hearing his voice, without knowing his touch, without knowing his spirit. It's just a matter of saying, yes, Lord, here I am.